0: If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comicpop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Alright, let's get on with the show now.
1: Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash ganglin, a mysterious, all-powerful character, but a crusader for law. Hi
0: everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Jules. Today we're going to talk about evil Superman. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the different versions you may have seen in pop culture, and I'd like to try, if we have a ch- if, we, if we have some time, to get into
1: why people even like this idea why indeed it feels like the last two years the concept of evil superman has really hit critical mass it feels like every other superhero thing we saw and here's our evil superman here's our morally compromised superman because you know it's par for the course
0: right it's just old hat at this point too if you're going to create a universe with superpowered characters have your analog for superman and hey just for just for change of pace i think i'm gonna make him morally questionable if not completely
1: evil i mean hell it's paying the bills at amazon right now that's basically their modus operandi can we put an evil superman in it
0: yeah because we know people like it or at least it appeals to some folk so let's uh, let's jump into it. But before we do, of course, I want to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live right now, first of all, thanks for coming. And uh, secondly, if you want to help us out, you can ask, ask a question or comment and uh, use the Super Chats to do so. And that uh, proceed will go into the infrastructure that allows us to continue to do this kind of thing. And uh, yeah, and we'll read it here on the show. Like Austin Ingram here, who said, I really thought Snyder's Man of Steel was going to break bad worse than he did. Not that he was the Superman I wanted, <laughs> <clears throat> but it definitely it was implied.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if he kept going, he would have. I mean, clearly, Snyder wanted to do an injustice like story like, yeah, but what if Superman, you know, Lois died? Now he works for Darkseid. He's just pachoo, pachoo, pachooing everything. And Batman yeah, right. has to stop him. Right. Because we got that. Like, that is in the movie. He might not be
0: the Superman Prime, but that's the future. That's the end game that these movies were clearly working up to if they had gotten to go there. And Superman doesn't just get to be evil. He's evil long enough for the Gestapo that exists in that reality to stitch Superman Superman. crest emblems on their
1: their shoulders. We love you, evil Superman. You're our guy. Right. And
0: he's like, okay, well, first of all, you want to get the S right over here. You know? like, he <laughs> has to be involved in the process in some way. So he's he's all in. And it's not like he's being controlled. He's there. He's like, yeah, I'm evil. It was inevitable because I barely give a crap about humanity in the first place.
1: Yeah, I was cold and
0: detached all the time. Yep. And and uh, so we'll, we'll get into why I think that Man of Steel Superman exists, why he appeals to so many people. And why he's like and, and largely why like a morally compromised
1: or a less relatable Superman is uh is so popular is really, really all throughout the collective subconscious right now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I think so.
0: So uh, let's get into some some examples of evil Superman that you may know
1: about in the public consciousness. Um, I mean, I think the oldest one actually would probably be the reign of the Superman Superman, the first Siegel and Schuster story they ever wrote, where it's like, hey, what if a dude in 1939 got superpowers? He'd probably be a dickhead. He'd probably go too far <laughs> trying to save the world. So, like, it's kind of there in the DNA where even the two original creators were like, man, if I got powers right now, I'd probably abuse them. Yeah, I'd smash a car. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting the the development of Superman and how he became what he is today or what he has been for the last like 50 years
1: and maybe that's why they felt he needed to be an alien cuz it's like well no he can't just be a human from earth who gets amazing powers cuz humanity sucks we are all you know filled with this original sin and everything else he needs to be a blank slate from another world who we can work off and in you know endow with the best qualities of humanity totally
0: uh bob Gukian or says, what do you think is the earliest appearance of an evil Superman?
1: I think I, you just nailed it. I think we just said, and again, that just came to me out of nowhere. Where I'm like, hey, yeah, the, the Superman we got wasn't even the first Superman.
0: No, it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we've seen ripoffs or copies of Superman in the past. Obviously, Shazam mm. slash Captain Marvel was one of those characters who was a derivation thereof. I mean, every superhero really is a derivation from the when source. You, we material. break it down. When you break it down uh, from aesthetic to the moral code for, mm. to, that he follows. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know about necessarily the most early examples of Evil Superman, but I do know that as we get closer to like the modern era of comics and the more ubiquitous nature of superheroes in film, we see that ramped up to 11. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, similarly, uh, you know, one of the earlier actually, actually, I think one of the earliest iterations of Evil Superman actually embodies that nature because it's not Superman going bad, but it's bad Superman. It's Bizarro.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A character who I feel has kind of fallen by the wayside in the last little bit, which is a shame because totally. I love Bizarro. He is so simple and yet offers so many opportunities for telling good stories because it's like, yeah, he has all the earth changing, you know, earth shaking abilities of Superman, but his moral compass is alien and inverted. Right, exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, and, and, of course, the subtext of which we can get into for hours, but let's try to focus on the topic at hand. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Bizarro, yeah, like, he's he's either from a dimension mm-hmm. or, as you a get more clone. modern with him, he's a failed clone. And that's always fun because it's, like, when humanity tries to make their own Superman, it becomes this, like, malformed. We fuck it up. We fuck it up.
1: We- he's Frankenstein's monster. Exactly. We just,
0: we use the wrong parts. Of who we are to make Superman, and And so as a result, Bizarro's
1: here. And yet what Bizarro has that a lot of the other evil Superman don't is that he has this underlying sympathy to him because he doesn't know any better. He didn't ask for any of this. This was all thrown on him, and in many ways, you want to try and save Bizarro, and it affords Superman a great opportunity to show His own heroism and his own understanding where it's like, I want to help you, Bizarro, because, you know, there but for the grace go I. I could very easily be you and vice versa. I see the Superman in you, Bizarro. Right. And Bizarro, of course, is thanks to the inspiration of Superman, capable
0: of achieving heroism in his own right. I think that also there's a deeper meaning for Bizarro in terms of like Superman is supposed to be the ideal to which we all aspire. Mm bizarro is the like byproduct of trying to make a superman mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. superman's gentle hand on bizarro suggests his hand on the rest of us how he would be Absolutely. like you're gonna make mistakes like bizarro if it's indeed you go by the clone angle but even then the dimensionale you know the 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 cracked mirror version of superman uh still works but it's more just like look at what happens when you invert who i am and yeah. and you and my power
1: And it's great to see them play with I think the last time we actually saw the Bizarro world concept was Tomasi during uh, what was it Super Sons where it's like yeah and Bizarro is a dad too to boy Zaro but Bizarro is a bad dad and Superman is a good dad. Oh my god that sucks <laughs> it, it was a very sad story and boy Zorro doesn't want to live in bizarro world anymore he wants to leave and go to the main earth and he's friends with john for a little bit and i'm like oh that's really sweet and really sad and there's like a whole other subtext here like boy Zorro has to run away from home because his father doesn't understand him yeah oh no, yeah that, that's too sad that was a gut punch of a story it really was yeah
0: uh king sport cal says unfortunately i would destroy a city they make the earth pay me for protection mm-hmm. basically uh i would exhort my <laughs> i would extort the planet i would steal the money though ah so I you're could,
1: uh so you're ultraman slash irredeemable <laughs> exactly exactly
0: which like i mean i hear you uh i don't think i would be that that dark with it like i don't think i would extort the world for protection protection from whom myself
1: exactly yeah it's like we'd at least be a little manchester black with it where it's like clean up your act all you freaking you know warlords and dictators or else everyone plays nice now yeah or they have to deal with me yeah i
0: don't know what i would do with the powers of superman it's probably why i never pick superman's powers whenever anybody asks me what my favorite superpowers are
1: because it's a lot of responsibility to go with it right and again as we've said I think one of the reasons that evil Superman is like you know so tempting for writers is because when you talk about Superman we're really talking about ourselves right and our worst impulses and everything where it's like you know if anything had gone different and we see it many times in the story if Superman had landed anywhere else if anything else had happened to him if one thing had been different it would completely have changed his moral code it's the nature versus nurture thing absolutely
0: yeah what what part of his him being Kryptonian makes him truly Superman. It's really about the Kents and about, like, the examples that they set, and how without them, you get all the analogs of what evil Superman can be. Yeah. Of how uh, different he could be, yeah. Kevin Kruger, Ultraman, or Gladiator? Mm. I've always heard the story that Gladiator of the Shi'ar uh, was a stand-in for Superman and I never got it. I get it in terms of his cape and his strength and his powers but I never got it in terms of his character. Gladiator does not strike me as a Superman character, but he was.
1: He's like a career military man. That's usually wherever we see him.
0: Yeah, now it could be one of those like Elseworlds type Superman ideas where it's like, no, what if Superman landed in you know, in, in their backyard and made a gladiator type character. But or what
1: if Krypton never blew up? He would just join the Kryptonian military and just right? be another cog in a bigger machine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Of course, like you said, once you disrupt the pitch perfect origin of Superman, you get an evil Superman or you get a totalitarian Superman or you get right. like even a morally confused. Dubious, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just looking at uh, uh, what was it? Flashpoint Superman. Yeah. That one uh is he has a, he's kind of a blank slate cuz he just lands and then is collected and then is left in a cage for most of his life. So when he's freed, you know, he does inevitably do the right thing. Mm. but that thing is fighting though.
1: Yeah. With the help of Barry, you know, Barry's like the first person who's nice to him in the whole thing. And he's like, Oh, maybe I can aspire to more. Maybe I can be like Barry. He's my heroic example.
0: Yes. And of course he's everyone's heroic example. Right, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, Ruben Gonzalez in justice. Superman's one of my favorite evil Superman Hyperion. When he's from an alternate world is evil and his evil is a good contrast to Marvel heroes um yeah i suppose that's true um in terms of injustice superman you know obviously that character is just superman but if you push him harder
1: yeah i i think what works about injustice superman uh, that we don't see in a lot of these other, you know, Elseworld things is usually when we pick up with him, he's already evil, he's already fallen to the dark side. Part of the fun of Injustice Superman is seeing that slow moral degradation over years from the trauma of the death of Lois and his child, yep. to him being like, "Well, we got to clean up our act, we got to clean up the earth." Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well now we got to start imprisoning people, and now we got to start fights with other with other people to protect the stuff we've done. Like, okay, now you're starting to change, and the idea too that Superman. Is this moral heart and center of the DC universe? And when he breaks bad and he starts going to the dark side, everyone else follows suit with exactly. him, and the world gets shittier.
0: Yeah, no, he is the guiding light of the DC universe. He's the example. When Superman doesn't work, the New Fifty Two doesn't work mm-hmm. uh, on a meta textual level, but also the heroes fall in line. You see who is like down for going for following Superman's lead. It's not unlike when uh, in Secret Empire, where Deadpool's like it's cap i'm gonna have to do what he says like Very it's. much so i don't want to be on the wrong side of history this time I'm, uh, it, yeah
1: i'm I'm so glad you brought up the cap uh comparison because that's you know so brilliant and it's you know an interesting way to show how these two characters are written cap in marvel is always right even if he starts out on the wrong side uh, of yeah. you know an argument He'll eventually come around to it. But it's interesting that they afford Cap the ability to be like, no, Steve can be wrong sometimes and have to learn a lesson and figure it out. With Superman, it's like, no, Superman is always right, though, and always on the right side because he's Superman. Hell, Green Arrow makes fun of him for it in the new Bendis run, where he's like, you know, I I hate arguing with you, Superman, because anyone who argues with you automatically sounds evil and like a dickhead. Right. You know, so I just can't do it. Maybe that's the idea, too, where people are so interested in the concept of evil Superman because it's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's always the authority. He's always the father figure. What if we twist that and change and you can't tell me what to do, dad? Right? Injustice Superman is very much
0: an authority figure and a father figure for the universe that he exhibits because he has the history of being Superman mm-hmm. and then makes this choice that everyone who is sympathetic to him would make. You know, it's like, they took my wife, they took my unborn child. You know, I, I, I'm i just trying... To, I, I, I played it safe... For this long and now I have to like evolve and I have to grow and I got to do this. I got to try it this way now. And it's like he makes a compelling argument. It's why there are arguments to be made for like people's backing of either Batman or Superman in that game slash universe.
1: And it's extra sad, too, because, you know, it was his connection to humanity. You know, the thing that made Superman so wonderful and so special is the thing that ultimately brings him low, breaks his heart, cracks his brain and turns him into a murderous tyrant, which I think which I think that's another thing to, you know, Superman's connection to humanity and the fact that even though he is super and an alien, he is still human. And yeah. maybe the reason people are fascinated with evil Superman is because they're fascinated with that idea inside themselves where it's like, no, super, Superman can't just be human though, because I know I'm human and I'm fallible and that, you know, it's it, it's a scary, scary thought, isn't oh, it? Oh,
0: totally. Well, I I can, everyone is Superman in their own story. And yeah. if I am capable of such error, then and superman isn't then i'm not really superman am i and if you bring superman kind of like down to our level he becomes this thing that's a little bit more aspirable but that's kind of like the whole point of aspiration is that you put them up here on a pedestal continuously reach it's it's not exercise if you're not actually
1: challenging your muscles to grow but uh moving on I was going to say, even if we want to take it to like a Morrison in super gods level where it's like, right. you know, when we're talking about Superman. We're really talking about God. is right. what we're talking <laughs> about. And if God is fallible and God can be twisted in turn, then that means, you know, very Nietzsche's God is dead and we have killed him.
0: Yes. I mean, you can you, every Hollywood hack tries to do a Christ analog for Superman. They sure when do. They, when they're wrong in that belief. I mean, just 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 the. Father gives their son for the world. Like, yeah, that's the most one-dimensional interpretation mm-hmm, of Superman you could mm-hmm. possibly muster. But uh, in respect to putting Superman on a pedestal of god status, one of the things that I think I know personally about Superman is that he would never consider himself a god no, or never. the god, which, you know, flies in the face of most Judeo-Christian mythology. Jesus himself was never like, well, I don't know, like, you know, you're all though. The real God is our love. And our belief. Mm-hmm. like, no, he's like, I am the risen God. Like I am <laughs> like, don't make any mistake. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do all these things to prove to you that God is real and I'm him here. Like <laughs> Superman would be like, no, like the God that you seek is like in is, is that voice in your head that says mm-hmm. to do the right thing or compels you to make the right choices. And it's like, I like that better, you know, Morrison's interpretation gets a little more hoity-toity than I'm typically comfortable with, and I get it, and I appreciate it, and I'm glad that it's it's part of the discourse, because... When you get metatextual about it, when you get like deeper in the weeds about Superman and what he means for humanity, like I could see it. And in fact, even Frank Miller goes so far oh, as yeah. to create a religion around Superman in the Dark Knight Strikes Again universe, yep. where at the end of the whole conflict, they have like the it's like the church of Kal-El or the, yeah, first, the, yeah. the 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 church of the first son of the last,
1: <laughs> which we see in future state. Actually. Now, Philip Kennedy Johnson dusts that idea. He off. Really? Yes, he does. We're in the future because remember Superman leaves earth and he's yes. leaving earth right now. And people are like, Oh God, you know, he's left us. What do we, what did we do to anger him? What can we do to show Superman? We love him and bring yeah. him back.
0: Yeah. That, 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 that makes me sick. But Johnson loves that idea. Philip Kennedy Johnson is very into the idea of like God seeds and mythology, you Mm -hmm. know, just from his alien run to his last God's run to the to
1: the Superman run. I'm just like, I ain't interested in Superman (laughs) being some kind of God well again it's what well, the idea is, is that the church is like deeply corrupt and fight, and only oh, one sure. per- and only one person understands it and says it like we're doing like literally there's a character who sounds like you sell in the story like <laughs> no no you're all wrong right this is <laughs> Super- superman's not that he would hate that you built oh, a religion i remember around that him. well yeah. where they build that whole town uh in in, in, in smallville, smallville like, they take it over yeah
0: yes i do remember that where they're like they're te- they're like reading clark's homework as scripture and looking and for
1: religious meaning in it
0: yeah exactly i mean
1: yeah and the one lone voice you're wrong (laughs) yeah no he was a dude yeah that's what made him special he was a guy yeah
0: Uh, Dan Dragon says, uh, I believe the reason why Superman or people loves evil, evil Superman comes down to the fact that we had a purely good version of Superman for decades who never once misused his powers. And that's not
1: true. He arguably did. There's a, again, there's the whole super dickery line where it's like, look how shitty he was just on the <laughs> cover of these. Yes, exactly. Like, And by the way,
0: like those covers would inspire what happens in the book. They ch- sometimes come up with a cover first, then go like, yeah. make something that reflects what happens in here uh but also you have moments like you know i I don't remember if it's post-resurrection but when like you know he doesn't help green arrow you know when he blows up in the in the thing uh you know he he's really violent for no reason during the 90s like oh yeah shoves grenades in people's mouths like he's he's not necessarily
1: all he's bad years like anybody
0: exactly he killed people i think he killed like zod yes and, he did uh, and and generated crime buster and yeah that's right
1: he, he he fucked them all up with kryptonite and everything which is the one panel everyone looks to when they talk about like oh no it's fine that superman you know broke zod's neck here he is killing a bunch of them with kryptonite
0: right right and it's like yeah no that's a mistake too uh, but he goes on to say, now we live in a time where some people want more gray Superman rather than black and white version. A whole, what could Superman really do if he just cut loose? Yeah, that's not interesting to me, but it is interesting and, to
1: a lot of people. And that's and why we see it in Superman versus the elite, where that's oh, the message God. Superman sends, like, yeah, if I cut loose... It would be fucking horrible <laughs> and there'd be no hope for any of you if i cut loose you'd all be dead so yeah. it's good that i don't do that right right that's but, uh that of course comes from joe kelly's what have what it was so funny
0: about Sup- uh, truth justice in the american, in the american way
1: american, which is brilliant and to dan dragon's point too further you know just so you don't think i'm brushing you off there uh even morrison kind of agrees with you now because that's what they said was the whole point of their new authority run where it's like look superman is still all loving and caring everything, but he's old now and he's (laughs) sick of your bullshit everyone he's tried to be an example for the human race and you keep fucking it up right so so now Superman has to build his own authority team to put stuff right behind the scenes and maybe he'll be a little you know more serious now he doesn't want to break humanity but he's gonna stop handling with as much care as he did
0: and to that point he also has his powers are reducing and he's like I can't hold your hand anymore. It's like growing up and you know, exceeding your parents and fa- and watching as your parents get older yeah. and weaker. And maybe they're maybe they're they're not quite as sharp as they used to be. Yeah. Maybe they're falling down the wrong rabbit holes. And so it makes Ooh, you man. you know it, it makes you question like everything. Them, everything. Like I, I think that would be a, a a real like shake to the system to be like to watch that happen. And Superman's still, like, I'm watching humanity do that. Like, am yeah. I doing it wrong? Um, but yeah, no, that's a good, I mean, it's a good point to bring up. Um, also, want a quick shout out to thank you to to SpideyFan62 for your support. Uh, and uh, what's it called? Life, Life. What about a new Superboy Prime series?
1: Um, what about it? They uh, kind of wrote the last word on him in Death Metal. John's just like, okay, and now we can put him away now.
0: Right. Uh, that being said, Superboy Prime. An interesting uh, case. An interesting case. Uh, he definitely, I mean, It's Superboy, which, you know, legally distinct from Superman, Mm. though he is a younger version of Superman. Um, I I always
1: thought of Superboy Prime more as a commentary on fan culture than on Superman. Yes,
0: I think you're absolutely right. I think honestly, like Superboy Prime, well, when he's used in the modern time, like Superboy Prime originally was just like from the golden age of superman mm. uh but yes every time he's been used since infinite crisis he is a representation of like the older generation that says like hey things are different now and i don't like that
1: my world um, was better and happier and nicer and you all fucking suck now because you're all dark and grim and hateful and after and i'm gonna kill you all <laughs> right
0: and it's like i guess yeah that's interesting to to delve into the you know the nature of fan culture and how like toxic fandom
1: has its own like you could love something so much that you can destroy it that you correct and, and that's absolutely what superboy prime is you know he's the fan he's the worst parts of fan culture he's the stuff that goes too far and makes it unfun and unwelcome for everyone else. <laughs> he's the ultimate gatekeeper is what he really is yeah no you're right you're right yeah
0: Uh, But as far as that, that's, but, uh, but you know, what's funny about that, about how like he, Superboy prime, isn't necessarily an evil version of Superman as much as he is like a, like a, like a straw man for, you know, for, for, for crappy fan culture. Uh, he, he he does have his own following and he does have his own legion yes. of fans who like agree with him mm. or at the very least want to see more of him on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. And I get the distinct feeling that people want to don't want to see a new Superboy
1: Prime series. Because they want
0: to see him redeem himself.
1: Yes, which he kind of did by the end of yes. the of that the death metal. Death metal? Yeah. yeah, where he sacrifices himself. And he's like, I see it now. You know, it's all continuity. It's all connected. Oh, oh, I've wasted my life. I was so wrong. And then he gets a second chance to do it over as a regular person. He's like, No, I going to put the comics down and go outside. Maybe you should all touch some grass, everybody, (laughs) is really the moral of that story. Superboy Prime saying, if you really love me and are really interested in this, touch some grass, you weirdos. Get out. Meet some people. Go on a bike ride. (laughs) Yeah, really.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rusky I think a darker Superman can be has to be handled with nuance. It's an interesting topic. If you have something to say past Superman is mm. bull. basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which is where a lot of these break down to where it's like, yeah, Superman's my dad and I hate him. I hate my dad. He represents the authority that is, you know, oppressing me all over the place which is fair yeah Yeah. obviously especially as we live in times now where oppressive forces are more oppressive than they've ever been and superman is a good stand-in for those things isn't it totally
0: you look at like a movie like brightburn yes which sucks
1: yeah i didn't like it that much either it had like one or two (laughs) cool ideas
0: it's it's so one-dimensional and simple i remember seeing it like after it already come out yeah the, the, the the jury had been out had come in Brightburn's longevity and I was like I gotta see this for myself and it was just like so obvious but also doesn't do like the the exciting or interesting or even expected
1: things Mm. it's just like here's this to me Brightburn read really much less as a story about like Superman and like the corrupting issues of power to me it was more kind of like a hey parents be sure to you know really pay attention to what you're doing or you might raise a little serial killer or you know you might be raising a school shooter or everything it's just this school shooter kid has superpowers
0: yeah yeah brightburn is less i mean brightburn uses the it's it's more like it uses the literary device of superman's origin yes. to talk about violence and its impact on children
1: and raising crazy ass kids and also how it's like a very like white middle American problem like oh you mothers really do have all the excuses in the world for your little psychos don't you <laughs> yeah
0: oh yeah no absolutely um, but but Brightburn is absolutely like an analog for an evil Superman. Like it's yeah. cause I, cause they were like at the
1: end of that movie, they like spoil a evil justice league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Michael Rooker shows up, it's like, Hey, this is a, you know, James Gunn related movie. And I haven't seen the Rook yet. Where it's like, there's the Rook. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but it's so funny. Uh, the idea there. And, um, but an evil Superman, that's another one where they're like, it'd be people liked it because they're like, yeah, look at him killing people. Like this is, this is Superman. And it's like, uh, not even close it's just a, no. it's just it's just a halloween movie um spidey fan mentions that uh, if i had superman's powers i'd want to spread hope and save people from harm because there's enough bad in the world and we nice to give people a light in this world mm. i agree um but i but i find myself incapable of ...of even being my best self with no powers.
1: It's true, again, because we're all human and also foul. But you you know what actually kind of comes around to what that guy was saying in a very interesting way? The boys, which was not a thing in the comic, but it's a thing in the show... ...where they're like, okay, so we live in a world where all superheroes and all superpowered people suck. They're the worst. They're horrible. Some of their own making because power is corrupting. Some because we made them that way, because, you know, we made them in a cold, uncaring lap. But it's with Homelander's kid... That the show actually finds a very interesting kind of dimension where it's like no but what if we raised one of them good though what if we actually gave them love and support and show them that their powers could be used for right That kid might want to grow up to be a Superman, and we might actually have a real hero in this world, and isn't that worth fighting for? And it's cool to, like, you know, juxtapose that with Butcher, who's like, no, fucking I hate all these supers. I especially hate this kid because of who his dad is and because what he took from me. But will I be willing to kill this kid knowing that I'm literally killing the last hope just to make myself feel better? Right.
0: Which is, I don't think, something that Garth Ennis today is capable of doing.
1: No, no, it's something the show totally found in adaptation, and I think it's one of the reasons people really like the show.
0: Yes, uh, it, it's interesting how much I like the boys show versus the comic book. The comic book and Homelander in general, that character, uh, he's a he's a straw man in his own right. He's one dimensional yes. joke. He's used to like he's used for shock value and also yeah. as a stand up. But it's like in the in the most obvious and like. You know, in the most obvious ways, it's frustrating. Because I know get Ennis is capable of more, but I think his
1: cynicism has overwhelmed his talent. And that- I mean, I mean, that was all the villains in the boys comics. Yes. Where it's like they were so cartoonishly villainous, yeah, and so cartoonishly irredeemable. And also, we don't really spend that much time with them in the book. We spend no. way more time with the boys. The show is having more fun with the concept of evil ho- superheroes, and also the show makes them all a little bit more sympathetic, or at least makes them a little bit more deeper and more complex. A train feels Feels bad because he's an athlete who's losing his way they give queen Maeve her backstory and all that other stuff way yeah. sooner than we do in the book and kind of make her like a weird mentor figure uh to the other girl and even with homelander we see his shitty upbringing and we see the fact that he's being used by all these other people despite the fact that he is this super god it's like okay right. that doesn't make him right but it makes him more interesting well
0: and, it, and it, yes it makes him more interesting it makes him more real um
1: it makes him more of a character they uh, they change his relationship with his handler. It's a woman now instead of a man. So instead of, right. why don't you love me, dad? Why don't you come to my baseball games? It's, I have a weird Oedipal thing for mom. Yes. Uh, Luke Varillo says, I never
0: really liked evil, dark Superman fantasy. So the comic, What's So Funny About Truth, Justice, and the American Way, always felt like a good summation of why Superman works better when he's the moral high ground. Agreed. I, I think that um, you're touching on something very, very fundamental when it comes to... Um, Superman and evil Superman, why he's so like appealing to so many people, and it's it's because I think um, you mentioned the moral high ground. Mm. Um, in air, almost in so many Rick and Morty episodes, Rick <laughs> requests that people not high road him. Yes, and many times, and
1: Harmon himself says that in
0: real life all the time. Yes, and and it's like on one hand, I get it. And on the other, I think there's something fundamental about a person who feels that they are a, a, like a, one of the smartest people in the room. Oh, yeah. Who is then told that morally they are in the wrong.
1: Oh, yeah. You see it on the internet. You see it all the goddamn time. Once or twice a day if you work on <laughs> Naturally. YouTube. Uh,
0: and, and, and to that point, you'll see that if someone is like – Put in a position to feel morally incorrect you know they usually have to invoke logic or some kind of like dig in you know, their
1: heels yeah no, i'm not the problem you're the problem you're weak don't tell me i'm wrong
0: yeah there, there's actually a great like i think it's a tiktok i don't remember but it, there's a, there's a good way of like expressing how discourse is done on twitter mm. and how like people construct arguments and how they use argument to try and undermine what's being not
1: said like you know they
0: they say that you're saying something other than what you're actually saying to win the argument and it's like I
1: love pancakes oh so you hate waffles that that's a completely different sentence I didn't uh, say that we have
0: to acknowledge what waffles what role waffles plays in this conversation and I'm just saying you did you failed to mention it and it's Mm
1: -hmm. like oh but I think that like Mm, really tells me a lot about you Mm, the weakness of your argument that you did not include waffles right and it's like I, I feel like the
0: I remember being a comic book fan and knowing one or two people who loved evil Superman or right. loved the I or hated Superman because he would just be if because if Superman were real, he would just kill everybody. Right. And I, I just I just remember that group getting bigger and bigger as the internet became more and more uh ubiquitous with our own action like with with our with our uh, availability like
1: we were able Cause, to because people love cynicism and they love contrarianism <laughs>
0: yes and it's like well we just get all the contrarians into one place and they all start talking to each other and you using a megaphone and it's like now all of a sudden you're thinking everybody thinks Superman is
1: antiquated and stupid and it feels like that contrarian streak is kind of extended to other stuff beyond like comic books there it's like you don't believe that why are you saying that because you can't tell me what to do that's why because you can't tell me what to do and Superman is the ultimate like I'm telling you what to do
0: because you can't stop me
1: yeah it brings back that father figure thing like I can make you go to bed and make you eat your green vegetables because you know it's right and I know it's right and I have laser eyes
0: (laughs) and I have laser eyes but like Superman would never or rather he would absolutely, because he has in the past, like, think, well, I'll use my laser eyes, but he would always want to believe in you more. Where it's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 you know as well as I do the right thing to do in this situation. Yeah, And I don't want to have, like, I-, I won't even bring up my laser eyes as a as a consequence, because the consequence is you debasing yourself as a person mm. and that's really much worse than me burning you to death with my laser
1: eyes and then you get the Lex Luthers of the world like oh I can debase myself all day you bastard why do you walk around as a human and mock me I'm I'm not doing any of those like yes you are damn it stop virtue signaling me Superman right you look at the Kill Bill monologue
0: everybody loves that Kill Bill oh, monologue yeah, they do. let me tell you like when I first saw Kill Bill I was like yeah it's a pretty dope monologue mm. but it's also being given by a psychopath
1: which so many people forget Bill is wrong because he literally shot shot a pregnant woman in the head he's a monster
0: <laughs> and so he's like yeah Clark Kent is a critique on super on the human race so he like he's because he's a god he sees us as cowardly and mm-hmm. weak and unsure of ourselves and it's like no
1: that's what you, you see Lex that's what you
0: see you psycho no Superman makes Clark Kent so he is is Clark Kent is in, in essence a cosplay yes kind of like But it's because of his enthusiasm. I I like to think of it more as cosplay than a criticism. Where he's like, I'm so enthusiastic about humanity that I I can't help myself and I have to participate.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Ironically, too, to bring it back to the Rick and Morty thing, uh, Dan Harmon, quite famously, also not a fan of Superman, also doesn't understand. There's a great Harmon Town episode where he's talking to his friends about he's like, okay, here's how I would do a Superman. And the more he talks, the more he sounds like Lex Luthor. And because he's a good writer, because I'm like, actually, this would be an excellent Lex Luthor story. What you're pitching. right
0: (laughs) now, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen his Superman rant and it's it's fascinating and it's funny, but it's also just like, wow, you don't either you don't get it or you don't like it. And, I, and you know, I get it
1: again. I think Harmon is one of those creators who does not believe in heroes, which there are many comic book writers who I would say same deal. Brian Azarell, also recurring thing. Dude doesn't believe in heroes. Ennis even to to some extent. I don't oh, yeah. think Ennis believes in here. But Ennis likes Superman, though, doesn't he? Yeah. And all you need to do is read Hitman to find out. That's the uh, one thing. That's the one like, you know, hole in his armor of cynicism. It's like, "Yeah, but I like Superman though." Right. Right. How can you not like Superman though? <laughs> and Azrael is like, "Let me tell you why." <laughs> yeah, let me do a whole series. Yeah, a whole Lex miserable Luther man, series. Lex Luthor Man of Steel where I go yeah. into
0: great detail. Yeah. Oh hell, I was going to say uh his Man of Tomorrow book, which uh, is just a miserable piece of crap about like that looks great by Jim Lee, which is just where he's like he's just so weary and angry and i'm like that is not right. Uh, NBL Paladin says, uh, "How do you guys feel about injustice? Do you think it damages Superman's reputation and give people misinformation about Superman?"
1: I think it would damage it if it's bad, but it's a really good story and a lot of it got a lot of people reading comics. Yeah. They're I not- mean i don't think it damages Superman's reputation any more than like, you know, Tool of Ronald Reagan and the government Superman from Dark Knight Returns does.
0: Right but even that one has the essence of superman in there yeah um i hear what you're saying though about putting the fact that injustice was so popular yeah. and the fact that like more americans more people in the world were exposed to superman through that
1: mm. than through
0: any of like the sources that might give you a truer example of who right. superman is it does Paint an odd portrait of who Superman is. It, 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 it Because when you grow up, you have an idea of who Superman is just from the culture. Right. And if you're understanding of culture and your interpretation of the world around you is being developed while you're playing or reading injustice yeah you may have a very different interpretation of who superman is and True we might enough. be getting on like another read because this book is over 10 years the game is like old is pretty old at this point
1: i mean there was like a couple sequels in between there but yeah but i'm
0: saying like you know but it's been around and yeah. it's only been poppy it's only continued to be popular uh so it could be that that influence over time has painted a new generational understanding of
1: Superman. It may be not the best light. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they do some stuff later on in Injustice mm-hmm. 2 where they try and walk some of it back and <laughs> everything for yes. what it's worth.
0: Right. Luke Virillo, uh, did we ever get more stories of Jeff Johns' Ulysses from New 52? He has a fun parallel origin from evil Superman that Superman can punch. No,
1: we never did, actually. I think it was that Ulysses arc, and then we never saw him again. I think you're right. So... <laughs>
0: But uh, but that that would have been an interesting ex- exploration.
1: I mean, shit, Hyperion got more play in Marvel. He got a whole event built around him as a cracked, mirrored Superman who teaches, like, you know, heavily doctored American history, but loves the country and loves everything else, but will kill the shit out of you. Yeah. And even then, that's a different interpretation from, like, the
0: Hyperion that was in Hickman's run.
1: Very. It's a much more pointed Superman deconstruction criticism. Like, if Superman existed in the Marvel Universe, he'd be like this because, you know, the Marvel Universe has less steadfast rules about killing. Well, and then there's also the Sentry
0: and his uh, representation of Superman. I mean, like from his iconography to uh, his power set, you know, the implication is that like it's a super what what if Superman were like borderline agoraphobic?
1: What if Superman Um, was his own worst enemy?
0: Exactly. And it's like, as it turns out, I think time told that Sentry is not interesting.
1: I did like that last Jeff Lemire run. It looked like they were going places with that. They gave him a new suit and then never again. They did. They did. They, you know where they went with
0: that? They went in the Miracle Man territory with That's that. That's
1: right. Yeah. J- J- Jeff Lemire just did Miracle Man. I'm leaving Earth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you, like, it's not it's not bad, but it's only because I think Miracle Man is so good. And mm. he just ripped it off entirely. Uh, but Miracle Man is another one of those characters that, like, it's Alan Moore's interpretation yeah. of Superman. And... Uh, I would, I would argue it's actually more of Alan Moore's interpretation of Shazam.
1: Yes, because that's what it was. Cause in England and everything, that's where they resold Shazam books as Miracle Man.
0: Yes. And that Superman, like that, that character of, of Miracle Man is really, it's like V in terms of it being like, you know, a reflection of the culture that mm. the writer is talking about. And like, it's about character and, you know, it, it's, I, 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 because it's such an early interpretation, you know, it, during a time when comics were revolutionary or yeah. being revolutionary by revolutionaries, uh, Miracle Man, and he and he comes from different stock. Like Very. you look at Homelander or Ultraman or any of the other or, or Omni Man. You know, obviously all these characters are just Superman. Yeah, with Miracle Man because it comes from the origins of Shazam. Mm. He has just a power set of Superman. It becomes something other, and it's, like, more of a cautionary Superman. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like, be wary of being a big fan of Superman, Mm. but it's not a straight-up, like, either... Cracked mirror or condemnation of the which,
1: character. again, where if you listen to what Morris is saying now about the proliferation of the superhero movie and everything, he always says, "Or oh, be on the lookout for strongman dictators and everything because you know, this, this is how they get you by yeah. looking cool and amazing with costumes and uniforms. But you mm-hmm. know, well, 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 that's just you know, the first course of fascism,
0: right? Right, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Alan. Great, great, great take. Um. Jay says, uh, some people say soups is boring, but every day he has to live with the idea that he could break the world with a sneeze. King Supergirl touched on this. It's true. Yeah. King Supergirl is really good. His Up so in I've the heard. Sky is also brilliant, and...
1: I, that's been on my pile forever. I was gonna make a video on it, I still yeah. need to read it.
0: Yeah. Well, Up in the Sky, uh, I think that takes that concept and goes in another direction, because, like, I never... When I was a kid reading Superman, when I did, and it was when he died, but, like, mm-hmm and going back and having read like a lot of other things i'm kind of like i never really thought about superman as being like like that there's a great moment in the end of the justice league animated series where he's fighting dark side and he mm-hmm. says i feel like i live in a world of cardboard and it's like it's fun to have that scene that superman is a little more wound up Very. than normal superman
1: especially by the end of that story and everything that happened in the last season of Justice. oh yeah Day no they're building
0: that. on it so much that's a that's a great show um but i don't know if i like that superman he's quick to judge he's he's really tense he's constantly bombarded by criticism and he and he really and he really feels it
1: i mean heck Um, that shazam episode where he basically is super mean and beats the shit out of a kid without knowing it yeah
0: and then shazam out superman's him that was amazing um but it also is like kind of a
1: revelation of like
0: this is what we kind of did to superman oops this is where he is now um but up in the sky is like I, that. That that's more of a reflection for me of what Superman is, which is he can do
1: anything. Yeah. But
0: it's not that he oh, he can do anything. Oh no, it's more like
1: he can do anything, and so he and he and here's what he chooses to do. My uh, my other co-host Matt had a really good take on it because you know he's a bigger Superman fan than me. He reads all of it, and he's like, you know, what made Up in the Sky work is that it really tackles Superman from the lens of like childhood imagination where it's yeah. like yeah Superman is friend to children everywhere yeah he can he can do all of it cuz he's superman that's what he does and that's what we like about him and what makes him amazing? Isn't is there a line in that book too, where Superman talks about Batman? He's like, "Yeah, you know, he's just really lonely and really sad. You know, yeah. you know sometimes I try and help him. And, you know, sometimes I, I like to make him think that he, you know, he wins."
0: Oh yeah, no, the girl, uh, I think it's Alice, asks him who would win in a fight. And he says Batman, and she's like, "Come on!" He says because it would mean a lot to him. It would mean a lot. to him. like, oh, that's such a Superman thing to say. And that would and that's like a that's like super that's like Batman's suicide note. Yeah, like, you have killed me." with that with that line what do you mean it would mean a lot to me
1: <laughs> they do something similar in that lois eradicator book where she's like you know he let you win every time yes, right because you're so shit. sad and pathetic and it's like ah he's dead i can't ask yeah, him if she's telling the truth right. or not all he
0: did was he felt bad for you he felt he, so sorry for you every day he just wished you
1: would stop yeah with your dead parents and everything else he felt so bad for you ah that like murders batman like yeah. you said.
0: okay uh, Deb M. Generations have passed. Wars have started and ended. Superman has outlived them all, and some random dude thinks he can fix him, Psy. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like, <sighs> some of these folks are writers or or directors or screenwriters or whatever. Superman as a concept is supposedly everlasting. I think if you had asked me, like, ten years ago if, like, Superman would be around unchanged forever i'd say emphatically yes mm-hmm. i'm surprised by how many like institutions that we took for granted and believed <laughs> in uh, have have faded away or at the very least have been broken or or, or crumbled and I I believe that fiction is like the great equalizer and it is like the, like the true immortality. So I feel Mm. like Superman is one of those things where it's like, there will always be a Superman and there will always be like these tenants of his character. And he might have to to like the culture, like Coca-Cola or Mickey mouse. Right. Except like Superman has Superman. I think has like less stalwart uh, masters than Mickey mouse or (laughs) (laughs) Coca-Cola. So Superman has the potential to become different things for different people.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, the different things for different people. Uh, I, I thought about that very much when I was watching that, you know, the return of Superman lives documentary. When, again, directors and writers and actors who all wanted to change Superman for the 90s, it all had something to say at the time. And I think there's something so compelling about that movie where it's like, yeah, everyone thinks something different about Superman and it's true to them, and, you know, they won't have anyone take it away from them. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's something kind of compelling about that, and something kind of pure, but also, oh, no, we'll never have another good Superman movie, because no (laughs) one will ever be able to agree. No. No. Not only will they not be able to agree, but the audience will not
0: be able to, like, reconcile the version they're getting. Like, Yeah. You could do Superman versus the Authority, the live-action film Mm. on screen, and... You'd have people who are re- you'd have a you. It would be like it would have like a forty five percent freshness rating on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes because people would be so pissed that like the authority got pantsed.
1: <laughs> I was really into these characters. Yeah, uh,
0: duckcade. I felt like they were talking at me yeah they were like condemning me personally <laughs> yeah decade uh, okay, late to the stream i find a younger me thought superman beyond and his edgy hair was the coolest and now Ooh. i just want clark to be wholesome and a dad <laughs> yes i agree um yeah, superman beyond i loved that episode and i Same. thought that was such a cool idea um but i also was like excited to see him be broken of that spell
1: yeah they do some fun stuff in the comics with Superman beyond where he's like a firefighter and he's had to start yeah. his life over again and everything. I like that. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's, he's like a Highlander. He's Highlander. I have lived so many ages and will live so many more.
0: <laughs> Call me LJ says they should have kept Stormfront as his mom to play with the Oedipus complex. Plus, you can say she
1: did it to keep a pure gene pool. Ooh talking about the boys yes too, i know area. i know that's that's very true yeah uh, they did some really interesting stuff with her too more stuff when they changed the show around and made a character right. a little bit more complex yes because again Stormfront in the comics is a fucking joke as yes. many of them complete are complete
0: joke uh rusky uh i think bad slash boring superman stories are more damaging to the brand than any interesting evil superman story being boring a superman's greatest enemy Fair uh yeah I, I i agree with that making but like it's it's losing reverence i think for the character yeah. or or you know, taking it for granted, um, because here's the thing: like New Fifty Two, they went. They clearly, the didn't give a shit
1: about oh, Superman no. because they gave... didn't read a single panel of New Fifty Two Superman. Didn't have to. He had no effect on the universe. No, but I read a lot of it, and it's like it's so
0: it, it's it's no one has a guideline on what the character is or where they're going or what the origin is so like grant morris is doing their thing you know george perez is doing his thing he quits he has to drop it like yep. the, you know they're doing different shit in the batman superman book than they scott were in the other stuff. Like,
1: was writing both of them by the end yeah like that you, should tell you why no one cared <laughs> right
0: exactly but it it's just and but scott liddell got the job because like they know him. He's a proven track record of being able to deliver scripts. People buy
1: on career. Time. Yes, man.
0: Yeah, that's it. And it's like if if you are giving Superman to a career yes man, then you don't care about the character, and you're not interested in seeing him or or her uh, progress. Yep.
1: Uh, and Devious I mean, yeah, it's, says, it's what like, as, oh. I was going to say too. You know, and like as bad as it gets, sometimes you get a tomasi gleason run where it's like oh yeah this is the stuff or even like a Jurgens run where they were both happening at the same time it's like oh yeah this is the stuff right here exactly exactly now they weren't sales juggernauts but like at the same time the universe needed it and they were better and richer for the heck.
0: exactly like you know what superman up in the sky was like came out around the similar time and it was a self-contained graphic novel just the way they sold it made it better
1: Likewise, um, I'm hearing Superman Red, White, and Blue is actually really solid as it, well. It is for people who are
0: liking it. That might be the way to go with Superman from now on.
1: Just shorts. Um,
0: just shorts. Anthologies. Uh, Tevi wants to know what about Justice Lord Superman. Again, that's basically Injustice Superman. It's another o- Superman. Only that,
1: years before.
0: Right. Exactly. But I love, like I love that character. Uh, I love that. I love his costume. It's great. But too. Like, but he's just Injustice Superman.
1: It, it, it he is and he isn't because it's like we don't see the moral decay over time because we join him already, he's after, already it. Yeah. after he's already gone to the dark side also too it's like you no know, his inciting incident is different it's like like president lex Luthor, i'm gonna nuke the world and simon's like can't let you do that right your lobotomy right but
0: then like <laughs> there's that great moment where he says like are you okay and he goes i feel great
1: i feel great
0: like, like that's that's an incorrect interpretation of Superman 2, where it's like all he has to do is cross the line. It'd be like if Batman killed the Joker and Robin's like, Batman, are you okay? And he's like, This is the way. Yeah. And then he just like gets a gun and he kills everybody. Like, I think that I just pitched something that people would love and would sell a million copies. And it's like so fundamentally not the character
1: that it, that it only takes crossing the line once which again injustice kind of fixed, Where it's like no no he just didn't cross the line once. it was many little line crosses before eventually huge line crosses exactly now they also do some fun stuff with justice lord superman in the justice league beyond comic from uh got it no well higgins wrote the batman one who wrote the other one at the same i'm t- not sure uh no it wasn't yost it was uh oh god i'm blanking on his name but it was really good they go to some different angles and show some different stuff with him where it's like that guy calmed down for a little bit Mm -hmm. and like you know they found like a tenable piece on his world but then his Wonder Woman gets killed and then he (laughs) goes nuts all over again he's like okay so before I said I was making the world better and I was trying to help out and everything and I was maybe just a little meaner than Superman now I hate everything and now I am going to kill you all actually right was it JT Krull no, it was no it was someone we really like. Uh, who, who who was co-writing uh, writing Spider Man by the end with Spencer? Uh, <clears throat> Yost. No, it wasn't Yast. God, why? I I love his work. Why am I blanking on his name? He's so good. Yeah. Uh, Here, you, you keep well, talking you, I yeah we'll, we'll look it up
0: uh, but tube as the one says i think it just comes down to people thinking that there's no way someone is just that good can exist honestly it's sad how cynical and hopeless people act i think you're hitting it right there my friend pretty and that's, much yeah that's that's kind of like the the main headline of what i wanted to get it to when it came to like why people love an evil superman and it's because it's a combination of people don't like to be told what to do mm-hmm. and it's a combination of people uh, people can't believe or fathom that a character like Superman can exist. It was Gage. Gage. Thank it was you. Christo's Gage, dude, did thank some you. really
1: good work with the Justice Lords characters.
0: There you go. There you go. I, yeah. Um, But in that case, like, that's, that's my thing is like, people don't, couldn't believe that he's just, he's just so unrelatable because he's just so good.
1: Yeah. Which again, tells me way more about the person saying it than about Superman itself, that that person has a hard time trusting. Exactly.
0: Exactly jack ingram why do you think dc keeps doing evil superman who marvel matches who it marvel matches his morality
1: maybe spider-man but we don't get a lot of evil peter stories we really don't which is shocking i mean i guess captain america would be their closest in like yeah i mean he is the moral center and when you know cap goes to the dark side lots of other people follow him but they don't also like secret empire was a big evil cap story Really what they've been doing, and this I think is actually to Captain America's detriment, the last like five or six years of Captain America stories have been like, oh, someone's corrupting my image. Someone, you know, is trying to, you know, corrupt my image and turn America against me. And I'm like, "Is, is this the only story we tell with Captain America? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's very fucking topical where it's like everyone is fighting over the iconography of Captain America. And yeah, sometimes it does feel like Captain America's image is being tarnished and there's nothing he can do about it. Totally, totally. Yeah.
0: I I think Cap and Pete are like two sides of the same coin. I think Cap more so than Pete. Pete's more real. Mm. Like Pete will... P- captain america will never turn away a, a, you know a hand in need whereas yeah. peter parker will look someone in the face and say you deserve to die or you deserve what you're getting and then we'll feel bad about it afterwards but yes. he will he will make mistakes and make errors in his own morality which i think makes him more real that's why I like i like Super- spider-man but i don't worship him i don't mm-hmm. think he is like dc marvel's superman
1: Spider Man does also have the steadfast no kill rule, which he's bent a couple times, let's face mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Where Captain America's like, nah, man, I'm a soldier. I'm going to try not to kill you, but if you <laughs> shoot first, you're getting a shield to the jugular. Damn right. Uh,
0: Spidey fan asks if we would consider Kingdom Come Superman evil. Uh,
1: no. He's definitely old and tired and, you know, he's definitely let himself slip in many regards. Yeah, he is not evil. He is it's 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 Wade's
0: interpretation of us of a world weary Superman as opposed to a like he is darker, but only in the external. Like he once he is actually faced with a true moral choice, like when he actually Superman doesn't have to choose whether he whether people live or die. Yeah, they all live under his watch like they rarely die. And if they die, it's because they screwed up, you know, where whereas when he actually is like and throughout that book, when he finally is faced with like a true dilemma, that's when we see who Superman truly is. Very And, much. It, and it's still him.
1: Is it the Samaritan? Who's the guy from the Miller verse yeah. show there that got it? Was was it Samaritan? I think so. They that do some right. They do something kind of similar with him where he's old and tired and he's lived <laughs> by this Superman code for so long. And everyone in his life is like, oh, it, you're so old. These are like 1940s beliefs. None of this matters anymore. Yeah. Why are you even going on about this?
0: Such a weird thing where I'm like, okay, but like you're painting the Samaritan as –
1: he is wrong The evil superman even though he doesn't really seem to be doing anything particularly evil he just lives by a steadfast co which arguably makes him a shitty dad and if your family hates you what's the point of trying yep. to save the world and doing all this other stuff it gets even weirder too because the wonder woman Lois standard in that show says some really fucked up stuff where it's like yeah but you know they won't understand you know we're in the field they don't understand the choices we make out here we should just be allowed to do whatever we want all the time with no repercussions and i'm like mm, yeah i know what, what you're talking about i don't like that at all <laughs> yeah. i don't like you anymore <laughs> yeah all right Heinlein. uh
0: new type jb lee shouldn't there be more evil versions of batman uh, there are plenty of evil Batman. i'm sure uh, i mean, I mean like biggest there's one two was,
1: events <laughs> yeah batman who last literally took over the whole goddamn world by being an evil batman there was like literally a whole thing there was like no more evil batman please yeah <laughs> there you go it was utopian uh samaritan astro thing. city right okay yes but uh but yeah
0: so i mean there are other and what's funny is we, you know, there's there's alternate Superman, you know, like like Red Sun Superman, who yeah. isn't evil, and actually Miller's trying to say like there's something innate within him that makes yes, him that comes like, to the surface every comes time. To, it's Superman. Uh there's obviously Omni Man, who is like not really an analog for Superman in as much as he has Superman's most of Superman's like most, the most yeah. obvious abilities. And
1: he's I don't know. I, I I don't think I don't see it. But much like Homelander, I think it's this idea of like playing the Superman to like yes. really, you know, tie into their own psychopathy. Where it's like I'll make them think that I'm this hero and this savior and everything because, you know, no one no one would ever judge or second guess Superman. Right. And I can weave on in and do my evil deeds. And also Omni-Man too with like his connection to humanity where it's like, well, I was rocking that as a reflex. Right. Yeah, I had a wife and a kid, but I see you more as pets because I'm like a highly evolved alien. And yeah, I know that evolves and changes. <laughs> changes as shit goes and the show plays it differently than the movie or the comic comic. plays it yeah yeah Yeah, uh, omni-man is an interesting case is an interesting updating on the evil superman thing and it's also the most literal version of superman is your dad yes
0: absolutely no
1: you can't tell me what to do dad man i'm not gonna take over the world because you told me to i'm gonna go my own way exactly so uh why
0: do you think uh, that uh the people these, i mean like what's your what's your takeaway for why people love an evil superman and uh do you see it changing anytime like because I feel like over the last twenty five years evil superman has only gotten more in vogue uh mm. but it, I think it's reached critical mass I think yes. that like I think after I think Jupiter's legacy was a was a straw was was going to be it didn't end up really being it, but like the a straw that breaks the camel's back yeah. on a number of levels.
1: I mean it didn't get a second season, so I'm gonna say it broke something. It did get cancelled, but it
0: wasn't like it. I, I thought based on the costumes and the like the nobody asked for this and like all this yeah. like esoteric nature of the of the whole show and the then the book itself. I was like this is going to be it where people go like, I've had enough
1: <laughs> stop the trade. I want to get off.
0: Yeah. But I feel like, uh, ultimately like, do you see it? Do you see it swinging the other direction at all?
1: Not unless stuff starts to change in the real world. I think evil Superman is totally a reaction to the way people are feeling. As you said, we are losing faith in institutions. We're losing faith in the people that we once held on pedestals. And Superman is just such a beautiful surrogate for all those feelings of anger and uncertainty and cynicism. And yeah, contrarianism as well too. Superman, he's just a good logo and a good face to slap on all these complicated feelings that people have right now.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I think you're right in terms of. I don't see it changing anytime soon. I don't see uh, the world getting more. I don't know, or, or less cynical. Mm. And I I think that uh, Superman's iconography and his like, just just the way in which he is understood by literally everyone on the planet makes him ripe for exploitation and, and interpretation and, parody, and dissection. And yeah, like it. Exactly. Like I remember there were books called stupid man or superb mm. man. And yeah. like just, just the most obvious trite interpretations. And those were 30 years old. And I, I feel like now yeah, that we're at a place where, you know, super, super, adaptations are in vogue and become their own, have become their own genre it's not even yes. like it's a fad or a bubble it's a genre. oh no it's a thing uh you know you'll see more and more of them because it's just the easiest quickest shorthandiest way to to give a send up or talk about the world or about I, humanity
1: I'm glad you mentioned the shorthand too, because that's another thing that's always kind of bugged me about these evil man's or evil Superman stories. A lot of them are lazy. For every like injustice and every like generally good one where a writer rolled up their sleeves and is like, okay, let's really dig into the nitty gritty of this. A lot of the time you do just get fucking lazy ones. It's like, what if Superman but bad?
0: Yeah. What if Superman, but communist, what if Superman, but Nazi, like the, the, the
1: communist one, at least it did something. At least it was trying to say something and it was an interesting, uh, you know, period piece. And he got good back and forth between characters. And also, Hey, that story gave us a very complex, good guy take on Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but Nazi Superman, you know, like whatever, I don't, I'm not interested in any of those types of versions of him because it's just so obvious, but yeah. Uh, new type J.B. Lee. Uh, To me, Kara's more likely to have an evil version because she's more aggressive and younger than Clark. Remember Red Lantern, Kara? Yeah, Kara doesn't need versions. It's just Kara's timeline.
1: I mean, part of the joy of Supergirl and writers have done this forever is like, yeah, we can do stuff with her that we can't do with Superman because no one will get mad at us. Right, because we can't can't even let
0: tom king and Cause evilly have 12 issues we're gonna make it eight because we know it's not gonna sell
1: yeah that's why she's been like a clone and a fire angel and a red lantern <laughs> why, why do you think her old publication history is so all over the goddamn place? It's because nobody cared what they did with her exactly
0: but she still wears the crest so you can do more with you, you can you can say the kind of crap you want to say about superman and use her instead
1: yeah pretty much uh
0: adam groves giving us some money for our beautiful faces well thank you adam mm-hmm. for your kindness and uh joyce am i saying that right jace jensen says mm-hmm. the most recent superman movies had him snap a villain's neck and more willing to kill after that the evil superman idea has become more popular i think i i think that uh it's like what it, it's the chicken or the egg situation um between snyder's interpretation of superman snyder gave snyder gave a whole generation of people the Superman that they wanted.
1: The angry, cold, distant, disaffected Superman, which, again, as you say, was always bubbling under the surface. But Man of Steel, was it finally just, you know, like coming to a boil and yes. boiling over? For
0: God's sake, like just the Justice League Snyder Cut getting the black suit and having people go like, finally, like finally, he looks like what i want him to look like
1: oh yeah that's absolutely was i fixed him i made him cool finally right i did it that was me yeah
0: and and it's just i understand why people like that version i don't agree with them i don't think that that should persist but i do get it so don't think i don't but like what you like is not Superman. You like a version of Superman that reflects your youth and cynicism, mm-hmm. as opposed to like your ideals. And don't pretend that a realistic version of Superman murders people or kills for the greater good. And as a result, also like has this world weary, oh woe is me, like uh, burden on my shoulder kind of attitude. Superman Super- is
1: inherently unrealistic
0: because when you're a child. Your parents obscure the harshness of reality from you, so that you can have a childhood. Mm. the The most messed up people I've ever met
1: were raised I had to grow by parents. Up before my time, yeah, yeah,
0: were raised by parents, or not raised by parents, or ra- not raised by any authority figure, uh, to to be an adult too early, mm. and that that. Th- it, it, you might be a well-adjusted person. You might be, like, successful. But there's there's a part of you that's missing, and that's not, like, fair to you. It isn't. And Superman, it, it, if if not him, then who, right? Like, if well we can't have Superman be the, like, uncorruptible, you know, uncompromising, mm. you know, non cynical character Mm -hmm. that he is non-denominational right if we can't have that and we must make every character like you know grim and gritty grim gritty or at the very least like morally compromising Mm. um then then what is the example you're countering
1: Superman right. should speak to the better angels in all of us. He represents all the good that was put into one person, but with all the power we don't have ultimate power did not corrupt him. It absolved him and right. helped him ascend to that next level.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think there's something to be said for like wanting to be Superman. If you think that it's because he can do anything. Yeah. Uh. Like, Superman's powers allow him to give us the opportunity to find our own superpower and, mm. in, and, and, and really understand. It's like, it's like Yoda and a lightsaber. Yoda Very. is so powerful. that he doesn't need one anymore. That's the, that's, that's my interpretation of Yoda. And it's mm. like, when you, but people are like, yes, finally Yoda's flipping <laughs> around and using the lightsaber. And I'm like that, that diminishes Yoda. Like, and it's like superman it's not about the powers it's about like when you cut through the powers of the fun to get you to eat your vegetables and then when you have when you're when you live a life of eating vegetables and having three square meals meals mm-hmm. a day and and In listening to hours. superman <laughs> you become like a well-rounded human being with like muscles and yeah. like <laughs> you know and and, and, a, and a functioning circulatory system you know like you're a human being who actually like has all of the pieces the building blocks that make you an adult or make you a better adult
1: as, as silly as it is i'm actually reminded of like the major theme in kick-ass two of all movies <laughs> where, where their grand you know unifying theory was it's not crazy to want to be a hero it's crazy to not want to be a hero right and do good and help people and affect the world in positive ways yeah yeah that's very <laughs> Which actually, I'm pretty sure that came out the same year as Man of Steel. Actually, now that I stop and think about it, I'm like, wow, the movie called Kick Ass had a more Superman-esque theme than the Superman movie did. <laughs> Where the Man <laughs> of Steel is like, sometimes you got to break necks. Yeah, gotta gotta break, gotta crack some necks. Gotta crack some necks. <laughs> My issue
0: isn't even the crack neck. Like sometimes Superman has to kill people. That I'm actually not like okay. I, I'm not like Mark Wayne. I'm not a freak out in a movie theater. Like I don't necessarily think he. Didn't have any choice, but I also like, that's not the problem, right? That specifically is not the problem. It's, it's everything. It's his demeanor. It's his attitude. Mm. It's his approach. It's how he interprets information and how he presents himself and how he protects humanity. Like those are the problems. Yeah. But uh, Dan Dragon says something weird. Mr. Robertson, I don't know what that means. Uh, to
1: you, Mr. Robertson. Right. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs>
0: Rusky says Superman's powers allow him to be the ideal and stand above others. He can be better because of them, but also give a goal for everyone else. It's true. greater Superman.
1: power affords him a greater level of morality.
0: Yeah. And he learns more. He's able to you know, affect more lives and, inter- and, and inter- interact with more people. And as a result, he gets to refine his morality as he gets older, mm. uh, which is another big thing. Uh, Sean D. Coming in late, but people really want Superman evil. I don't actually like Superman, or at the very least, I haven't read Kingdom Come.
1: That too. I, I, I want to write, you know, I want to like Superman, but if he killed people and wore a black costume, he'd be cool and I could like him. If if, if I make a wrestling comparison here, yeah, I don't like that white meat baby face, uh, good guy there. He sucks, but if he turned heel and started hitting people with chairs and telling the audience to suck it, then I might like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Honestly, uh, if you think like, so evil Superman is a idea, a concept that's not going away anytime soon. No. Uh, it, and it can have narrative strength if it is done with the purpose of telling a story uh as opposed to just let's do evil superman and a story will arise from it because mm-hmm. it's been told a thousand times sure um, but uh but if you are interested in superman and you're like he never really appeals to me he's just so white bread and lame and it's like i get it i get it as a kid completely agree part of like why i love dark knight returns as a kid was because batman shows superman His ass, right?
1: Like (laughs) the what for,
0: and it's pretty dope. Um, and it is dope, it's admittedly cool to watch a human being bring a god down low.
1: It's it's an Ahab and the whale moment,
0: exactly. Uh, but if you are looking or you're open to the idea, you know, there's plenty of tomes out there you could check out, but I would recommend something like Superman Birthright or Up in the Sky as kind of an introduction to the character. Superman Birthright is a more modern take on the character, he's a little more uh relatable because Mm. he has motivations that go beyond. I want to save everybody. Yeah. And it also like tethers him to like a, a, he gets to be an ideal. He gets, and it has more modern art. So you might
1: enjoy it that way. But, uh, it's not as weird and out there as like an All Star Superman. I know that's where a lot of people point to. Yeah,
0: yeah, All Star Superman. I feel like it's a little too esoteric from a lot of people. Like, I, 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 I love it, and I think it's great. I think it's one of the most seminal Superman works out there. But if like, you're not
1: into Morrison's brand of weirdness.
0: If you don't like it, if you don't like Superman, you're probably not going to love All Star Superman. But uh, if you get like a footing. I would recommend kingdom come because I think you get an idea based on Superman's demeanor and his attitude, where he comes from and where he, why he makes these big decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're like pretty familiar with DC, you know, like I know Batman and a Superman. I'm pretty familiar with Wonder Woman. Like, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and, and it's a run, but, uh, Dr. J side rant. feel like most people nowadays forget about Clark Kent, especially in modern day comics and movies. Remember Superman three, Ugh unfortunately i do yes uh but i hear what you're saying uh, sean d uh i.e john cena roman yeah. reigns and hulk hogan
1: fair enough yeah roman reigns is a perfect example people hate ironically uh roman reigns one of his moves is called the superman punch i fuck you not <laughs> and yeah people hated him for years i hate this white meat baby face he's so boring i hate that he wins all the time he's the worst oh he's a bad guy now oh well now i like him you're right
0: uh, Jace Jensen. Anyone can throw a punch. It takes a Superman to try and talk down the villain first, and use their powers when that doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Zyrone Simmons. Evil Superman just feels like somebody just saying, "My world sucks, and I want you to know it." Mm, That's fair. Yeah. Or it the is very, a very, least, very like, good shorthand for it. Yeah. Or at the very least, like this is my interpretation. Like, no, no, it's silly and it's childish to think that the world is the world that that, that, that the world could even generate a Superman. This is real Superman. Mm-hmm. It's like. You, I'm sorry that you're so angsty. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So uh, let us know in the comments down below what your favorite uh, Superman story is. And if you've never read a Superman story, uh, I would recommend you check one out and let us know uh, what you thought. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you try to get into Superman, what book did you first read that made you try to read Superman and get into it? I like that a lot. Uh, Lucas Argano Argano says, uh, Aragno. Yeah, that's it. Lucas Aragno says, I recommend It's a Bird. It's by Steven Siegel To anyone who would like to read an interesting comic book about the concept of what is Superman, that's a good idea. Uh, And New Type J.B. Lee, for all of Smallville's flaws, I think it did a lot to the Superman mythos and uh, had some really good episodes. The JSA episode is a classic. Agreed. I think the Superman and Lois show is also doing a nice job.
1: It really is, actually. That you know, that is the cure for the evil Superman. You're absolutely right. That is the positive, uplifting. You know, and we get to see the Clark side of him a lot too. We yeah. get to see him as a dad. Get to see a lot of different sides of him. Though the main villain does end up being an evil Kryptonian who wants to turn Superman to the dark side and steal fears an evil Superman from his yeah. universe and what that could mean. <laughs> yeah, and he will. Like he will because he has sons who will replace him. Like he will turn
0: evil. So you know, get used to that. <laughs>
1: they they didn't do it this season. They fought really hard against. I it. know,
0: but they will. Uh, <laughs> the milkman. I feel like a lot of character secret identities are being thrown out in favor of being a hero twenty four seven. Yeah, I think so. I think it's more because more heroes are uh, are are face actors, and so we need to normalize that seeing their faces. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spider Man. I'm sure that like if Hollywood could, they would cut a big effing hole in his costume, <laughs> his mask.
1: Uh, But uh, yeah, because everyone needs a team now of supporting characters, so they need to out their secret identity to at least them so we can justify having a man in the chair and a scientist and everything else for every week. Totally. Totally. But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with
0: us. We want a special thank to you. We want to give a special thank you to our super chatters who sponsored this episode. Thank you so much for your support and for your great questions and comments. And uh, big thanks to Joel for being on the show. And we'll oh, see you guys next time with another episode of Ellsworth Exchange. If you want more, you must check out my conversation with Jim Zub. That is in this playlist right now. Uh, it's a really fun chat. There isn't a break in the talk. Like it's just nonstop, and all you get are tidbits and fun and conversations that will de- that will lead you down a path if you've never thought about getting. Into- into writing or creating you might just be inspired from this episode so check that out uh if you are just ending this show otherwise we'll see you guys next time and if you want more go to patreon.com slash comic pop and check us out there we're going to talk a little bit after this and then uh, get the hell out of here so Thank thanks you. a lot everybody
1: so long. <laughs>